Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, March 16th. Let's jump into today's top stories. Alabama men's basketball student-athlete Kai Spears disputes the New York Times report that he was present at the scene of the fatal shooting for which former Crimson Tide student-athlete Darius Miles has been charged. Spears' father is Marshall A.D. Christian Spears, who commented, I am just incredibly disappointed in the irresponsible and demonstrably false reporting by the New York Times. We are exploring all legal options at this time. I will have no further comment, instead deferring to the University of Alabama's statement on the matter. Spears added, I have one thing to say, the report in the New York Times was 100% inaccurate and the writer had complete disregard for the truth. I am trying to process and cope with these false statements that somehow have been published and then seen by so many. So thankful to Alabama Athletics for refuting it on my behalf. More than anything, I remain completely heartbroken by the tragic death that occurred that night. An attorney for the family says he has reached out to the New York Times but received no response. Gonzaga to the Big 12 is inevitable, according to the athletic Stuart Mandel, who expects the move to be announced in a few weeks adding, Gonzaga is only going to leave the WCC if the conference they're going to is willing to take all their sports, and the Big 12, from what we've been told, has given them that assurance. The Pac-12 is just not far enough along to be able to make any assurances to Gonzaga. Jackson State President Thomas Hudson, who had been on paid administrative leave since earlier this month, has resigned. JSU's Faculty Senate passed a vote of no confidence in Hudson in January. The Athletic continues its look into the state of women's basketball by catching up with 30 coaches, this time to talk about how NIL has impacted recruiting. Just 9% of coaches say NIL hasn't changed recruiting at all, while 34% say it has changed somewhat. 44% have found it's changed a lot and 13% contend NIL has completely changed recruiting. One coach observes that the degree to which NIL plays a role depends on the profile of the kid a school is recruiting. Some kids are not driven by that, and others are. The school I'm at, we're not really an NIL sexy school. We use NIL more for retention of players rather than the recruitment of. Another adds, when you're talking about top-tier talent, we're not getting many questions about majors or even facilities. It's become probably the first topic on the list, in terms of, are you gonna be in the NIL game or are you not gonna be in the NIL game? Yet another adds, every recruit, coach and parent is asking about it in recruiting. It used to be, how will I fit in? What's my opportunity? What are the academics? What's the social life? Now NIL, for some kids, trumps all. Seton Hall is the recipient of a $1 million gift from the Frangillo family to support the future construction of a hoops practice facility. The Athletics' Nicole Auerbach unpacks the lawsuit brought against the Ivy League by current Brown women's basketball student-athlete, Grace Kirk and former men's basketball student-athlete Taemang Cho, who argue there is no pro-competitive justification for the Ivy League schools agreeing to limit compensation, whether through direct payment or reimbursement of tuition. In effect they contend Ivy League student-athletes are paying significantly more than their peers to compete in college sports, while receiving less for their services. Ivy League Executive Director Robin Harris counters that student-athletes have a wide variety of options when making their college choice, each with its own distinct features and benefits. Auerbach goes on to note the case relates to a lawsuit filed last year in which a dozen universities, including six Ivies, were accused of price-fixing by deliberately restricting students' financial aid. 
By operating on a need-blind admissions process, those universities are exempt from antitrust law. However, plaintiffs argued the process was not need-blind, and asked if the Ivy League is not operating on a true need-blind basis, as that suit alleges, then shouldn't those schools be complying with federal antitrust law? And if so, why should they be allowed to agree amongst themselves not to pay athletic scholarships? Iowa women's basketball student-athlete Caitlin Clark and North Carolina men's basketball student-athlete Caleb Love have signed NIL deals with Goldman Sachs to appear in 10,000 Small Business Voices, an ad calling for the modernization of the Small Business Administration. National Director of Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Voices Joe Wall said, Caitlin and Caleb might be best known for their work on the court, but in this fun ad they are showing America that reauthorizing the Small Business Administration should be a layup for Congress. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, March 16th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.